and this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here, so let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women for women. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I am so excited for this episode. You are in for a treat because this week I'm speaking with author, speaker, podcaster, all of the things. She's amazing. <laughs> Dawn Brown, welcome to Go Be Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here. I am so happy that you are here. Uh, Dawn and I connected on doing a workshop for workbook. It's how I'm working on. I'm still working on mine. Are you Are you done yours? Same. Okay, no, cool. Still working on mine. No, <laughs> don't feel bad. We'll get it done by the end of the month. We're going to book that time slot. We're going to get it done. There's been a lot going on. I started. Yes. I'm just yes. not done. Yes, we're going we're gonna to dive into that more, too. What I really want to talk about first and foremost is who is Dawn Brown? What has kind of put you on this journey of unleashing women, helping women, I should say, unleash their power? And that is what your new book is about. We're going to dive into yes. all of these things. But yes. for starters, let's just talk about who is Dawn Brown? Well, Dawn Brown is a mom. That's the first thing. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. And then all the other things come after that. I never thought I was going to get married to begin with. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have the condo in the sky, looking at the CN Tower with a little dog and just kind of do the thing. And then when I became a mom and a wife, there was the stigma, the stigma that like you just now have to pause everything that you ever dreamed of, focus on everyone else. And when you're 55 and they're gone, then you can pick your life back up again. And that just didn't sit well with me. I was like, ah, uh, no, I want to do some stuff now. So how do I do that? So that began my journey of like personal development and, you know, you know, just trying to find balance and trying to, you know, do the things, but still not neglect my my momhood and my my wifehood and all these things and being, in a, you know, a full time corporate job, starting a business. Like, how do I do all these things? Well, that's really where it came from. And here we are now with the book coming out and different things and just kind of letting go of some of that mom guilt. I know a lot of moms feel guilty because they feel like, no, I have to always do what's best for everyone else. And I come last. And that's not true. That's not true because if you are your best, you're not going to give everyone your best and they're going to get a second, third edition of your of you as a mom, you know, a fourth edition of you as a wife, right? You're just not going to do your best. So I was like, there's got to be a way and someone's got to be able to help me get this down pat. Yes. And I think that that's so true. And so, and especially with women that we yeah. are putting ourselves on the back burner in so many other roles and like ourselves are what are defined by what we are to everybody else instead of what we are in ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. I really exactly. like how you call it the, the additions, like second yeah. edition, <laughs> not like version, not like second rate. No. Like, no, it's just the that no. addition of me is not the yeah. same as this. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So let's talk about it's time unleashing your inner power. When you guys listen to this, we're recording it before launch day. So the anticipation yes. is still very high. When you yes, hear it, though, you will have access to it immediately. Let's talk about it's time unleashing your inner power. So is it just kind of a accumulation of all of the things we just talked about? The main thing about it's time unleashing your inner power was the realization that everything I was trying to look for which is confidence or, you know, courage or whatever was already deep inside of me. But 
through some experiences, you know, good and bad and some trauma that happened, it got kind of pushed down. And so it was like, hang on a second. If it's already in there, what's stopping it from coming out? So with that, that retrospective going back to like, okay, when did I lose my confidence? Okay. When did I feel like I, my body was terrible? When did I feel like I couldn't do all these things? And going back to those places and primarily the, the, the premise of the book is that you cannot change the past, but you can change the way you see it. So you can look at it from a victim perspective or a victor perspective and take the lesson and move on. There's a lesson in everything. And when we don't learn the lesson, my mom taught me this, it'll show up again with a different pair of khakis. It'll show oh. up again in a different car. It'll show up again with, uh, you know, a, in a different country. Like, so we think we can move. We think we can, you know, get a new job. We think we can just, you know, change our hair, right? Like we carry us with us everywhere we go. And no matter what change you can make on the outside, until you deal with the inside stuff, that little thing of power is like pressed down and like locked in. And to unleash it, we have to remove all the junk that's sitting on top of it, weighing it down. Oh, yes. This is going to be such a powerful book. I feel like so many. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like so many people, especially women, especially moms, need this. And it's like that phrase that like your healing is going to be someone else's survival guide. And it sounds like it's Oh, wow. So much, I never heard that before. Yeah. It sounds like it's very much that like you're taking your healing and your journey and creating almost like a survival guide to help other women navigate that for themselves, which is so difficult to do because I feel like we all have such different lived experiences yeah. and traumas to unpack and healing can look different for everybody. But ultimately, it's about unleashing that power and yeah. understanding that it's already, like you said, within you. Yep. I love that. That's that's very much a mission of mine as well to like yep. let people know that. And it's just hard to tell people how to, like you can't tell people how to do that. Yeah. But you can give them the tools to do yes, that for themselves. Yeah, that's the key, the tools to go back, right? Because even when I first started the book, it should have been a one-year journey. It took me three years, whatever. I got it done yep. from here, right? And yep. so in that time, I found that even just going back to write about some of the experiences, right? Like I wasn't the, one of those, like I didn't have like a Netflix life, you know, and that's what I call it. Like where, you know, at, you know, the beginning of the movie, I meet this person, we fall in love, you know, we have a honeymoon baby, we buy a home and like, you know, we have Thanksgiving at our house. Like that was not my story at all, right? I, I struggled mm -hmm. to have children and to the point where I didn't, when I turned 40 and I was like, okay, this is just not going to happen for me. I'm 40 years old. And according to um, medical, you know, OBGYN, whatever kind of women medical, I was a geriatric when it came to trying to have kids, oh. right? They're like, you know what? You might just want to just give this dream up because it would be very difficult now for you to have a kid. And if you do, that kid's going to have all these problems. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, you know, I just have to give it up. And I think that was one of the defining moments when I realized that I am waiting for this external checklist of what society says I have to perform and do at a certain time for me to feel validated. And when I didn't have that, it was like, okay, now I'm worthless and I'm nothing, you know? And it was like, well, hang on a second. This is a mixed message because on one hand, it's like, you're so powerful, you're so amazing, you're so great. But if you don't do these four things by this time, you're nothing. And it's like, okay, well, it's only one or the other. It can't be both, you know? And so I really had to come to a place with my husband where I was like, I have to decide, like, if I can't have children, Am I going to just curl in a ball and just not live the rest of my life? Or am I still going to go out there and do what I'm supposed to do? And I made a decision that day, Becca, and I was like, okay, if I'm not going to have kids, it's okay. But what I do need then is the strength to kind of walk this out, knowing that what I planned didn't work. 
but they're still a good plan, you know? And mm. so that's when I really started to dig like really deep. And then I ended up getting pregnant at 40, which is another thing to unpack because now it's like, you know, you get the comments like, why'd you wait so long? And, you know, mm. this is going to be so difficult. And I hope you know, this is your only one. You can't have another one. And then oh at 44, gosh. 44, I got pregnant again and we were okay with one. And I was like, well, sorry, guys, if I science one more time, <laughs> here we are. And I'm having a kid. You know what I mean? And it's plot like, twist. <laughs> plot twist twice. You know what I mean? And right, it's like, right. It's like when you're looking at those like John Wick movies or like, you know, the equalizer and you're like, okay, who else is men going to beat up? Like who else is going down? You know what I mean? And I was like, I felt so powerful. Right. But also yes. the things in your head are like, well, what if they're right? What if it doesn't work out? What if, what if, what if, what if all those conversations? So I really had to go back now. Okay. I have two kids and um, I decided to grow my gray hair out and I absolutely love my grays. And it's like, yep. how can I now walk around being a mom in my late forties? I have two kids that are under the age of 10 and, you know, feel confident. That was a, a, a huge thing for me, right? Because I was like, oh, no, I'm going to look like a grandma or something. And no, I don't look like a grandmother. I look like a mom. And it's like everyone looked different. Like you said, we all have a different journey. And this is mine. So if I open it up and I say, OK, at this time when I was struggling to try to validate myself as what the world says a woman and a wife should do, and I couldn't do it, does that mean now I'm, I'm no good? Does that mm. mean now I'm just for the trash? Well, obviously not. But I had to go down inside of me and find out, okay, there are so many good things about me, whether or not I have a child, right? And what are those yes. things? There are so many things I wanted to do, whether or not I have a child. What are those things? And so when my kids showed up, I'm very happy that they're here. And I couldn't now go put those things aside because I already made a decision that I'm going to be an author. I'm going to write this book. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do speaking. I'm going to start my own business. And if I'm going to do all those things, it doesn't mean that you can't do them because you have children. You do them because that you have children and you want to show them that, hey, you can do this too. You know what I mean? Like I have two sons and I don't want my sons to walk around thinking that, you know, oh, well, you know, women can't do this and women are that and all these things. It's, it's very important in our household, even for my husband, for my children to see that your mom is strong. Your mom is not this, the, you know, this, this servant that walks around here picking up after you guys. Like that's not the way our household runs. And it's, I think it was so important to me when I realized that I just fell into this role of like, okay, I'm the mom, I'm the wife, I'll just do this. Okay, yeah, I'll put my stuff, I'll do my stuff later. I'll go to the gym another day. Right now mm. I, have to, I can't work out. I can't read any books. I don't have time. Like, no, I, I'm giving them half of me. When I do all these things and I'm fulfilled and I take care of myself and I do all those things, they get the best edition of me. And that's the addition that I want to give them and the world, right? So it was just a, a no-brainer at that point. Right, right. And I, I can resonate so much because I'm 35. I am not married. I don't have kids. And you hear, and it's like that pattern of society telling us and the patriarchy telling us that this is where our worth is, is in these yep. things. Yep. And without this, then who are you? Exactly. So I almost feel like doing, having, you know, I'm trusting the universe, but whatever path that leads me to, it's almost like either way, it's okay. Either yep. way, you are a human being. Yep. Yep. And I, I love how it's almost, I would be grateful doing it at this point in my life because yep. I know myself so much better exactly. and have harnessed my knowing so much more. And it sounds like that's very much you too. Yep. Like, oh, well, this happened later, but it also gave me an opportunity to get to know who I am as a human being and not just checking off these weird boxes yep. that literally don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> 
the boxes are not there. Who made the boxes? Oh my God. Who you are know? they? Yeah. Are they ever, who, like, are, who, who are they? they? Who's the list? Can someone introduce me to them? Because I want to update yeah. the list. You know what I mean? I want to yes. burn the list. Like, let's just, you know, and yes. I encourage you. I didn't even meet my husband until I was 36. Yeah. I didn't even meet him. And it's funny because people are like, oh, but how did you get to know him? Well, I knew myself so well because I was older. And so did he that it was like, hey, you're my person. You're my person. Okay, let's do this. It was just, right. it was just so easy. So we kind of feel like we're running out of time when we get older, but we don't need as much time because we're older. Right. So right. it still works. It still works no matter how you look at it. Yes. Yes. Tell the old white men to t- keep their boxes and take them elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the DM on Instagram, I want to be your sugar daddy and I want to take care of you. I'll give you $2,000 a month if you just hold my hand and go on walk with me. Yeah, those ones. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Too funny. Too funny. I also really like how you touched on those little moments because you. it's not, I think that so often we think that we need to move these mountains in order to make time for ourselves. And we need to, we don't have the time, which is why I love the title of your book being it's time. Like yep. now, 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 <laughs> now, yeah. why not now? Why not you? Why not this exact moment? And it's not just in the, I need to make these big goals and I can't do that because I have to do X, Y, Z, but you do it because of X, Y, Z. Exactly. And it's in those little moments that you take each day. Like you said, working out, reading a book, doing the things or whatever it is, fill in the blank here. That's going to make you feel, or at least take the steps to explore something because maybe you have felt stifled and having, you know, the confidence to go out and try new things, take a pottery class, do whatever, like do do the things that you want to do, or at least try something that maybe you might be interested in. Exactly. Because that's also taking care of yourself is in that exploration. Exactly. Exactly. So what does healing look like for you? For me, healing looks like being able to talk about it without getting upset, without letting it have a hold on me and to freely give it to someone else so they can use it to get better themselves. So, Ooh. yeah, like when I can, like I said to you, the, the journey was three years instead of one, right, for the book, because there was some stuff that when I talk about it, I'm like, no, I'm still getting angry and I'm still mad at her and I want to hit him. And, you know, I wasn't healed of it yet, right? Mm-hmm. But in the process, oh, Becca, it was so therapeutic to just talk about some of those situations. And that's why it took me so long because I started writing the chapter and I have to literally stop for a week or two to unpack and say, you know what? Why am I still angry about that 20 years later? Why do I still feel like if I see her, I'm going to give her a piece of my mind? Why? And I would go back and figure out inside of me, like, what did I carry from the situation? Like, what did I, what, what am I still holding on to as I go along, right? Like we have these literal bags and I really had to stop and say, okay, if I was to give someone else advice or go back and talk to the younger, the younger Dawn and say to her, hey, just so you know, down the road, your life's going to be phenomenal. So this little thing here, don't even worry about it. That's really a reflection of who that person is. They're miserable. They're probably in, you know, who knows? They could be an abusive relationship. They might mm-hmm. be in depression. They might have some mental illness. I don't know what's going on with them. But at the end of the day, here's how you can learn from that and move on. And when I took it from a perspective of like, I'm the third party looking in, you know what I mean? And Ooh, I, yes. I was able to look at it from that perspective as like someone else giving advice and I let it go when I could talk about it freely. Then I knew, okay, here you go. I could put on a plate, serve it to you, try some and use that to get yourself healing and then share it with somebody else. 
So healing for me looks like a detachment without it stirring up anything. And you could talk about it. And if someone else tries to use it against you, it's kind of like, meh, I've already dealt with that. Like next, right? Yep. Yep. Next. Exactly. Next. <laughs> I Yes, I completely agree. When I, I was co-author of a book this last year and I don't, if you ask me to write about those things and say those things and talk about traumas maybe a year or so ago, I don't think I would have had the same because I would immediately start crying. Like that's yep. just, if I'm happy, if I'm sad, if I'm empathetic, like it's just immediate tears. Yep. So I just think that the timing of, of the healing is also so important and it is so cathartic. It's like, oh, well, now that I'm taking that out, my lens outside and speaking to that version of myself that yep. I was at, you know, even as early as my late elementary, I started yeah. having yeah. relationship problems with my body. So when I'm like, you're healing that inner child, you're healing that adolescent, you're healing all those different chapters of yourself when you're speaking through to them through you now. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just so, such a powerful way of healing. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard for sure. It <laughs> is hard. And I think yeah. like what you said was key there that you know, one thing is that you look at that lens now, right? But if you can look at that lens, you can invite someone else to look at that lens, right? And like you said, that's mm -hmm. how we help each other. It's one thing for us to get healed, but I think it's really important to share out loud some of these things um, because we're so bombarded with all the other messages, right? Like, like you said, like, oh, there's a timeline. You're not married by this time. Oh, you're not a size, you know, eight. You don't look like that. Oh, your hair is going gray. You know, are you getting old? But if you're a man, it's like, ooh, he's like a salt and pepper. He's a silver fox. But as a woman, it's yes. like, oh, she's not really taking care of herself anymore. And that's what the message I had received at first. And I was like, no, I'm taking amazing care of myself. The fact that I can let myself age gracefully is a beautiful thing. And guess what? Mm -hmm. We're all getting older. Like you can yep. Botox yourself to, you can do whatever you want, but like, you're going to get older. You're going to get lines beside your eyes. If you laugh enough, you know, it's going to happen. So instead of trying to fight it and then all of a sudden one day everything just goes south, just embrace it and then take it as it goes, right? Like I don't mm -hmm. look like the way I did when I was 12 and I don't want to. Yes. I don't want to look like a 12 year old girl, right? No, so, but like, no. I'm not 12. Like, what is that? And it's not even just the looks. I think it's like what you think represents that youth. Yeah. And that, that, again, like, no, <laughs> which I hope that we're on the cusp of as a society, yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if it's just the way that I formatted my social media at this point. But from what I'm seeing, it sounds like so many more women are embracing that. And I hope that we stay on this trajectory of just honoring where we are and where we're going and not trying to be anything or anyone else just because someone else finds it desirable or sees it as success or beautiful. Like, it's just we can define that in so many different ways. So I'm hoping that as a society, we're kind of gearing in that direction. I hope of, so, too. These rules aren't real. <laughs> Who wrote them? I just want to go back to that. Like, who did? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tons of billionaires and millionaires have profited off of these insecurities of ours. And that's that's it. They don't yep. care. Yep. They don't actually care. They're just changing what the mass is because it makes them more money. Yep. So, yep. yeah, em embracing it is all about it. So we kind of answered my next one about what inspired you to take this path. And I want to know, why do you think women have such, and moms, have such a difficult time setting goals for themselves? I literally think it's because we get overwhelmed by all that we think mm. we have to do. And I say that because I had a conversation with my husband. My husband is West Indian descent. He's Jamaican. And one of the beautiful things about the West Indian culture is that there is no filter. 
right? Like I'm sure a, a European culture, friends are European, like my dad's Italian and he doesn't filter anything. He just tells me straight, you know? And the beautiful thing about my husband was like, you know, well, when are you going to do that book? He said, you're going to write a book. And I'm like, well, when do I have time? I got to do this, 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 and this. He goes, why do you have to do all that stuff every day? Who said that? And I was like, well, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? He's like, oh, so I'm just here for decoration? You know, like he, it was this sobering conversation yeah. of who told you that, right? Like, and I literally was like, well, every day I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this for my kid. And then I have to do that. And if I don't do this by 12 o'clock and I don't do this and I don't work out in the morning, it's not valid. I have to work out in a day earlier. My metabolism stuff all day long. I work out at night. Oh my God. And, I work, and I had this list for myself. So my question to all the moms is, who told you that? All yes. the women. Who told you that? Netflix? Social mm -hmm. media? Facebook? The metaverse? Who told you <laughs> you metaverse. had to do all these things? Because you look at people's account, right? <clears throat> and I love, there's one of my favorite uh, YouTubers, Living Fearless, Alicia. She keeps it real. She's like, listen, I have a very busy life. And you guys see my house is all clean and whatever. I have cleaners. They come in once mm -hmm. a week. She goes, I'm very busy. I don't do laundry. I drop it off and they deliver it. She's like, I don't like, don't look at this and think that I'm just doing all these things. And so like my husband says, you have to decide what's important to you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For me, I don't want to know touching my undergarments. So I do my own laundry. That's just my thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's just, yeah. right. But and not everyone has accessibility to that type of money. <laughs> exactly. 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 That is true. Right. I grocery shopping is not my favorite. Becca, it's not my favorite. Getting in the cart, fighting at Costco to get a spot in the line, lining up for the long, long lineup. Trying to, it's not my favorite. So I use Instacart. Happily. Yep. Happily use it. I haven't been to a grocery store since March 11th, 2020. Okay. I don't go to the grocery store. So guess what? And what is it making me less of a mom or less of a woman because I have my groceries delivered? No. But in that time, the three hours it would take me to get a two year old, a six year old in a cart, not to fight, to find parking, to shop, to come home, to unload the car, to put away the groceries. Uh -huh. They're playing. And I have a half an hour, we have something called quiet time and I can write, I can listen to a podcast. I can drink a hot coffee that hasn't been reheated, right? That's a quality of life that I love and I don't feel guilty for anymore. So you have to find the things for you. Maybe you say, you know what? Friday, I don't cook. Everybody fend for themselves. Mm -hmm. Have a bear pot, have some ketchup. You're not going to die, right? You're, you're going to be fine. You know what I mean? So yes, hold you that is my question to all the women and all the moms that feel like they can't do the things that they want to do. Who told you that? Yeah. Should write that down. We should trademark that so no one else <laughs> takes that. So when you write another book someday, that's going to be the next title. Who told you that? Yeah. <laughs> who told you that? Because yeah. it is true. Like even I'm, I'm sitting here listening and thinking about, I'm like, no, really? Who though? <laughs> like it's it's not, there's not a, this list of rules that you have to do it. It doesn't mean you're lazy because you order your groceries. Like I, no. think, I don't know why we have this mentality so much of like, oh, well, if I don't, you know, if I don't do just the necessities of my laundry and I don't like the sheets can wait another day, your towels Absolutely. can wait another day. Absolutely. Like, you know, it's just prioritizing. And when you ask yourself, it's when you say like, oh, I can't do this because it's just not a priority. Then I think your mindset kind of changes like, oh, well, then I'm not a priority. Like you start to the language that you use with yourself is so important. So and important. that narrative. Yes. And that narrative that you're creating for yourself is is how you're going to live. Yeah. So which one are you writing? Because what story are you telling yourself? Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. Exactly. The stories right. that we tell ourselves are integral in how we show up in the world. Oh, so absolutely. Absolutely. And you can yeah. tell 
people's story by the way they show up. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to have a conversation with somebody sometimes and just kind of watch the way they move in a room, room full of people mm -hmm. who's interacting, who's sitting down, who's in their phone, who's, you know, off in space. Like you don't even have to have a, have a conversation sometimes to see what the narrative looks like that they're having and the conversation they're having with themselves. Yes. Yes. It is so important. So what is next for Don Brown? Any future speaking events, adventures planned, vacations with your family? You guys, you and your husband sound like the the ultimate goals. Because if your man <laughs> is not is not holding you accountable to the things you say you want to do in your life, and then also helping to be your wingman and helping you yeah. succeed, oh man. Yeah, you know, it's funny because when I met him, he's very much about like my husband's very much about like, do what you said you're gonna do. So if you're not gonna do something, don't say it. So before I go and share with him, hey, I had this idea. I think it through and think to myself, do I want to do this? Or am I just inspired by the YouTube video I just watched? And now I feel a little bit hyped, but I really, in the long run, how am I going to feel about this in two days? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I've always wanted to write a book. Excuse me, I've always wanted to be an author. And so when it, my husband, this is what I'm going to do. I found a publisher, you know, I, I paid her, we're ready to go, let's go. He's like, okay, what's the process? How do we do it? What's going on? And he would come and say, so how's that book thing going? And if I'm like, well, you know, I, I had to, you know, the laundry and then he'd be like, really? Laundry or becoming an Amazon bestselling author? I, I think it's an easy <laughs> pick. You know, like he would yeah. just have those realistic moments. And so for me, what next is first, I want to enjoy this. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like so many times I set goal and then I'm off to the races with the next one, then off to the races with the next one. So for this right now, I just want to enjoy it for a few months. I want to have a couple authors finding, have an official book launch, you know, and kind of see where that goes. Um, I do have a joint, like a, a partnership podcast, I call it with my husband about the other side of my bed. And that's our marriage podcast where we spill all the beans about- what, uh, what is, I did, why did I not know this? What is the name of it? The Other Side of My Bed. I know. Go right me. No, it's so good. That is so good. Mary, talk about like, I'm on this side. And from this perspective, you're all these things. And from this perspective, you're all these things. So we have these conversations and we just record them and let people in. So season one is up right now. It's already there. And we're working on season two. Um, season one, we did about a year and a half ago since I had the second one. We kind of had it on pause. But and then writing the book, I was like, OK, this is a lot for me. Um, but right. season one is there. You can go listen to it. We kind of spill all the things. And then season two is coming. And then I thought to myself, you know what? I have a lot of things to say just to women and moms, like exactly what you're doing right here. So I started recording my own personal podcast. So after the book launch, a couple weeks later, that will launch as well too. And it's just called Get Perspective. Like get a mm -hmm. good perspective on all these fake rules, all these fake things. Like who told you that? You know, exactly that same yep. premise, you know? And like, okay, so now that we know that's not true, what are you going to do? Like what's mm -hmm. true for you kind of thing. Right. So that's going to come out like the end of August. And then after that, Becca, I don't know. I don't know. I'm that's, just gonna, and there's beauty in that, too. Yeah, you know? I'm just going to kind of take it, you know, and that's good for me because I, I, like you said, I'm a type A goal setter. Go get it. What are you doing in the next six years? Here's your life plan. Right. So for me to stay, I'm going to just enjoy this moment. I feel like that's growth. That, that's a big deal for yes. me. Absolutely. And especially when you work so hard for something yes. and it's like, okay, cool. You get the, whatever it is, you know, the, the feeling of accomplishment. And then it's like, okay, well what now? And instead just like bask in it for a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I want to actually just enjoy this for a moment. Yes. I love that. 
So where can our community find you on all of the things, whether it's your books? All of the things. Your, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just remember, I am Don Brown. That is my Instagram handle. That is my website name. Uh, sorry, website URL. Um, that's everything. So on Instagram, I have a link to all the things. And you go to the website. If you go today, right now, we're recording this. It'll stay coming soon. And on the day of the launch, it'll go live and you'll have everything there. That's how you can email me. That's how you can subscribe to my email list. That's how you can buy the podcast with an F, the two of them. That's yes, how you yes. can buy the book. Um, it's on Amazon right now on the pre-sale, but then effective on August 7th, you'll actually be able to buy the hard copy, soft copy. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Just my name. I am Don Brown. Just type it in and it'll come up on LinkedIn, the website, Instagram, all the places. That's That's my handle for everything. That's perfect. And I'm going to put everything in the show notes here. And you guys know I blow up the stories when these episodes come out. So <laughs> you can go to my Instagram stories and also find the link to her for everything. Order your copy of It's Time Unleashing Your Inner Power on Amazon today. I can say that yes. because it'll be able. Yes, 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 <gasps> yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited. Yes. That is so exciting. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for spending your morning with us. And I am so excited to follow along on your journey of all Thank the things. You. The way Thank you show up helps me show up better. Thank so you. I know that your story and your voice are so important. And I know that it's just going to help, like I said, be a survival guide for a lot of women, a Thank lot of mamas out there for sure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. And I'm so glad our paths crossed. You know, like I see you out there doing your thing and you literally got me like, just happy. I like seeing you show up in my stories on my timeline. So thank you so much oh, for thank having me. You. I love that. It's been a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you. All right, guys, follow I am Dawn Brown on all the things you can possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll find me there. Go, Go be, be great. great.